It's hump day replay. Hump day replay. Yeah. Let me get this in hump day replay. My favourite day of the week. <laughs> oh, oh, there we go. He's done it again. It's hump day replay, the show about the Daily Talk Show, where we look back at some highlights from the week of shows, but also go further back into the archives. And today we've got the usual cast. We've got Grace, Mason and Jess. <laughs> and we're joined by the Daily Talk Show's intern, the logo designer and the keyring cult leader, 3D Dill. It's me. That title? I like that title. <laughs> the keyring cult leader. Okay, the squishy keyring like cult that. leader. I, I created the keyring. I didn't create the cult though. <laughs> I never sh- I've never shoved one at my ass. So I, can't, <laughs> I, can't, I can't say I can lead that. <laughs> I still haven't watched that episode. But I've, oh, you don't need I've a, heard it's the just story. A, it's audio only. It's audio only. So yeah, he doesn't you, actually you do it on the show. Do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. No, well, I mean, he's told me about this story so many times that I, I felt mm-hmm. like I was almost there. But, um, yeah, I need to listen properly. Yeah. <laughs> well, episode 14, uh, Josh talked about the fact that he, when he was a kid, he uh, put a squeegee up his ass. My, my first question when I heard that was what end? Mm, well, I mean, <laughs> so are you, going, are you going the handle? Are you going the handle, or are you going the one? We're going the handle. Definitely. You would hope so. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> be just, what's he doing? Like squeegeeing in the insides <laughs> of his bowels. <laughs> but I guess if you didn't, if you if you went the other end, you could hold on to the handle. It'd be a better grip. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Good ergonomics. It would be like a right angle. way too much. <laughs> yeah, okay. This wasn't I really important. bad visuals. Uh, but basically, Dill, so they, they wanted to make some merch and the idea of a yep. key ring in the shape of a squeegee came up. Yeah, I was an industrial design student at the time. I'm now, I can now call myself an industrial designer because I've graduated and I have a job and I'm employed. Congratulations. Um, Amazing. Well, great. thank you, thank you, okay. thank you. So you contacted the show... And basically said, I'm your man. I can make the squeegee caring for you. Yeah. I, I listened to the episode at the gym. I was on the treadmill and I was like, nah, these guys, these guys have no clue what they're talking about. So I said, I'll, I'll educate them. <laughs> what was the main thing that they said that made you think they had no clue? Well, they're like, oh, like we could put this into production. We can get like Josh was talking about like molding, like what, what this molding is. And then mm-hmm. Tom, I think Tommy was trying to explain 3D printing and. I'm like it. It just hurt because to invest in a, to invest in a mold cost right away. That's like that's like ten thousand dollars at least, even for something that small. You send it to China oh, really? and get China to make it. So I was like, no, I'll I'll give these guys some intelligence, some pure intellect, and uh, sent them an email that <laughs> night after I got home from the gym. Yeah, and then the rest the rest is literally history. The relationship with 3D Dill started, I would like to say, in January. He um, reached out, nice email. Hi there, Tommy and Josh. My name's Dylan from Toronto, Canada. He says he's an industrial product design student here in Toronto. He said, we do 3D printing here in school for projects and models. In capitals, I bought a 3D printer. Mm. He said, so if you guys still wanted to pursue the squeegee idea, I'm your guy. Maybe there's a trip down to Australia to hand them off in person when they're done. Love it. I think good... uh, uh, good price flights at the moment from Air Canada. Josh, I took your advice and checked out Air Canada flights. <laughs> I'm currently looking at booking a flight near the end of April. In the capitals, I'm committed to making it happen. 3D deal, so am I. Tomorrow, 3D deal. Oh, fuck He's yes. in Melbourne. Clap him in. Come in, 3D deal. Oh, he's got gifts. <laughs> there you go. 
those gifts were Man. the key rings. So how many did you make? Wow. Did you make five? Um, oh, he's got one. Mason's holding one up. Got yeah, one. I made I made five of the one that Mason had, and then I made one for myself, one for Tommy, one for Josh, one for Mason, like personalized ones with our names on it. And then I think there's a Gronk one somewhere at the Gronk office one. somewhere, like an orange one. Yeah. So <laughs> 10, 9, 9 or 10 in total. Well, I mean, we so currently the, the Gronk one is used for a cabinet, a key for a cabinet. Oh, yeah. And there was... There was a little bit of discussion earlier in the year around yeah. Jess using the orange, oh, yeah. <laughs> the orange oh. squeegee. <laughs> what was the discussion, Mace, or was it just put upon me? It was forced. forced. <laughs> so Josh basically wanted you to use it as a bit of promo work. I'd, <laughs> I'd have a separate office key and I'd use it, I think, but... My keychain is like nice as it is. Like, there's already too many things on it. It was just bulky. Mm. I'm sorry. Mm. I don't mean to criticize your work, Jill. <laughs> no, that's that's fair much. though. And also, it was quite bright. No, that's for me. totally fair. Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, fair. so also when you're driving, you, a lot yeah. of just stuff oh, there. that's a great. Yeah. That is a yeah, good point. Annoying. I mean, at at the next office, I would love to have keycard access. Oh, oh, yeah. That'd be great. Ooh, yeah. Maybe or even or even like I mean, here we go. Even. <laughs> Even tap tap and enter with your phone would be great. I don't know if Apple supports yeah. it yet, but maybe Dill, you could design the card, the swipe oh, yes. card for us to use. Oh yeah, maybe no, we like, can do that because it's like NFC, totally. right? So you could just put, mm-hmm. make a some sort of sticker, and then what's NFC? That could go on. <laughs> yeah, you've lost me. I, I believe it's called. I believe it's near field communications, and it's what you it's what your phone uses when you tap and pay on your phone, mm-hmm. and what cards use as well. So it's like contactless you know wait so dill what do you do you do you design the cad like the 3d cad stuff for the products or like what do you actually do for for the squeegee i did everything like i did sketches of it initially to figure it out and then built it in a cad software and then sliced that up in a 3d printing software printed it and then sent it off but for like for my job i use um, a combination of like different Adobe programs like Photoshop, Illustrator, and then CAD modeling programs such as Blender, Keyshot, and SolidWorks. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing designs of stuff like on paper and then translating that into a physical, physical in air quotes, uh, like a 3D model mm-hmm. basically in, in the SolidWorks. Well, what sort of stuff are you making in your job? Um, well, for the company, the company that I work for owns a couple other smaller companies. So, for example, one of the items that we produce is produce display tables for ethnic markets. So for a lot of Chinese and Indian um, grocery stores here in Toronto and Canada locally, um, we produce high-end produce tables, which are, that's the more mundane, boring side of things. And... On the more interesting side of things, we produce um, and are designing parts in conjunction with designers at companies like Ford and Porsche to do um, body panels for their supercar lineups for the the Ford GT. If you take a look at that car, all the carbon fiber on the exterior of the car, except for the rims, is manufactured, designed, and produced at our company. It's amazing. I mean... Jess has had a few issues with her car and um, getting bird shit all over. <laughs> <laughs> that's just cleaning issues. <laughs> as far as internships goes, that's uh, 
it was a pretty pretty full on thing to do to you know travel halfway across the the globe to spend four months at a production company where you didn't really know who the people were or anything. Yeah, you're telling me. What did you? What about? <laughs> what about you, Jess or, or Grace? Like, did you guys do internships? I did so many. Yeah. What did you do? Um, I interned at Cavalia. Have you heard of that? It's like Cirque du Soleil, but with. Oh, you'd know about it, Dill. It's a Canadian thing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's Cirque du Soleil with horses and they do tricks on the back of horses and have them like bolting across the stage and that type of thing. So I interned there right. when it came to Australia or to Melbourne. Um, and what did you do? What was the actual internship? Um, it that was more that was more promotion and just getting that was literally my very first one. So to be honest, I, I probably didn't contribute too much, but um, <laughs> kind of just getting. Um, what did I do? I, I had a lot of flyers that I needed to get out. I dealt with their PR agency alongside the marketing coordinator. Um, I when media came down, I'd be with the marketing coordinator, um, just kind of getting a steer for what they did and. Um, how media interviews worked and that type of thing, which was super exciting at the time. Um, yeah, it was really fun. Cool. It, was, it was such a different one. Like just I did their mm. um, launch event as well. So that was, you know, as oh, someone right. who was wanting to get into events and PR and that type oh, wow. of thing, I was like, oh, this is the <laughs> lie. But realistically, I wasn't <laughs> doing the hard work behind the scenes. But um, yeah. And then obviously I, I did yeah. um, agency internships, but nothing like you do. What about you, Grace? I wouldn't call it an internship, but but in my in a gap year I took, I went over to the Dominican Republic and um, you get to, got to volunteer and work in kind of the hospitals there, so private and public. Um, and so I was exposed to different surgeries and then sometimes I'd ask you to help out. So it was kind of like an internship, even though I didn't have any Jeez. Um, skills or anything. Um, help out is in like hold certain equipment or pass <laughs> the doctor certain equipment or actually do anything. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was kind of cool, like just experience there and kind of like hospitals and things like that. So yeah. You were telling me the other day that, so so we, we went out, to, we've got we've got a worm farm outside. Oh, and yeah. so dad, dad loves the worm farm and he opens it up every time. He's like, man, I can't believe how crazy the worms are. <laughs> and <laughs> anyway, so... I, I wanted to go check them and I asked Grace if she would come with me to look at them and sort of open them up because they're all at the top because it's too, the soil's too wet. And then, Grace, you were telling me about a story because oh, they're just yucky just everywhere. And you were telling me a story about how you saw maggots. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In, so in, in one of... Oh, in it's someone. A, it's a bit, a bit of a disgusting topic. So That's sorry, okay. everyone. Go for um, it. But in some of the diabetic patients, especially in no, the public hospitals. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, my, I can't handle this. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, do it. No, you have to. No, I'll keep going. I, 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 want, I'm, I want to hear. Take I'm your headphones now. off. Take your headphones off. <laughs> yeah, take your headphones off, Jess. Um, so we would, would have to, every morning when we were in the public hospital, we'd have to help clean out the wounds. And there were um, there were maggots in the wounds, like Jeez. just burying, and then more. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and then just like yeah, swarming around, and the babies and stuff. It was just yeah, a That's whole lot. Disgusting. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> I, I had to get out of the room. It was too much. Um, oh my. God. Okay, two questions. How do they get in there? And oh like, how are they surviving? Like, with there's no like. Yeah, I think they get in there because the like sanitation stuff was so poor in these areas 
Um, and this was the public hospital. So the people <gasps> coming here were the poorest of the poor. So unfortunately, they didn't have, you know, um, the ability to clean their wounds or keep them clean or keep them um, free from disease or bacteria. I don't really know how they survived in there, but they just lived off the tissue, I'm pretty sure. Holy shit. Yeah. Far out. That's fucking... That's something. So sad. Yeah. It's so sad. (laughs) People were losing limbs and stuff because the there was just Uh, too many maggots in there. Sorry, that's a really disgusting (laughs) story. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Blame Mason for bringing it up though. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's okay. Maybe maybe moving along to our first uh, (laughs) snippet from the week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, Dill. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So, obviously, some memorabilia (laughs) brought you brought you over to Australia to do your internship. You designed the squeegee, which we've covered. Uh, but the yep. boys love memorabilia and they love anything to do with themselves. So uh, <laughs> they, this is true. This is there, true. Has been, there has been a few other times where they've talked about getting merch and getting memorabilia. So uh, it came up again this week with a new idea. But before that, here's a few other times that they've talked about having some memorabilia. I like the idea of doing runs of certain things. You could actually get a squeegee on a key ring. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, my God. It's little squeegee key rings <laughs> with the Daily Talk Show is pretty funny. Forget your Daily Talk Show hoodies. The Daily Talk Show hand-knitted beanies. This is the, um, the most amount of the Daily Talk Show merch we've had in one sitting. And I, think, and I don't think it's even too extra. What point... Can you start doing memorabilia? I think we're six months off. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? (laughs) Memorabilia. Memorabilia. What does it mean? Memorable. Lyria. Memorable. (laughs) It's got to be memorable. How about this? Mm -hmm. We could start piecing up and displaying in a little box, like a little sort of M&M style brick, um, pieces of... The Daily Talk Show studio. So it comes in like this nice frame. Mm-hmm. It's got a plaque that says yeah. the Daily Talk Show Studio mm-hmm. 2019 to 2021. Yeah, I love that idea. <laughs> You're right, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> so outrageous. <laughs> she's, got a, she's got an absolute aversion to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my she's God. gagging from the maggots. Yeah. <laughs> oh that went down the wrong hole. I love that bit when uh, when Tommy's pitching the idea of the wall. You can see it in jo- if you watch the video. I think we put yeah. up on Instagram. You can see it in Josh's eyes as soon as he says uh, "cabinet" or like "glass box." <laughs> Josh, I love this idea. Yeah, just any anything that's framed and that goes up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the one thing that I guess needs to be discussed is how much you're going to pay for a piece of wood. <laughs> mm. Depends how famous you guys I mean, get, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it depends on if it's pine or hardwood as well. Like mm. that shit, there's a big difference. Uh, Jess knows. Yeah. Do you? What the difference? She, yeah. Because she did the carpentry. One's been around for hundreds of years. The other's just, uh, you know, manufactured. It's pallet wood. So <laughs> what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Jess, have you got any memorabilia? I've got so many, and one in particular I thought might be of interest to the Daily Talk Show um, with the the wood giveaway. Um, It's this. And so this is a piece of the Berlin Wall, and it's in a nice little plastic container, um, keeping it nice and safe. So I thought we could maybe do the same. That's great. Mm -hmm. How much did you pay for that? It says on the back, 
uh, <laughs> 5.95 euros. Wow. So 5.95 euros. euros. Cool. I mean, so it's miniature. Look at it. Th- these things are like, you know, memorabilia is hard to put a price on it. So we thought we'd put a game together. It's a little bit trash or treasure vibe. And so we've got a list of memorabilia from famous people um, that we want you guys to guess the price of. So what I'll do is I will read out the what the item is and a little description of it. And you guys have to say if it's trash or treasure and then give me the price. Memorabilia. What does it mean? Memorable Lyria. Memorable. It's got to be memorable. <laughs> it doesn't explain the game at all, so I'm very glad that you explain you, you explain the game there, Mason. What are you defining as trash? Like I under like a it. certain amount or Okay, so I've actually I've pulled out the outrageous ones, so I haven't really thought this through, but let's say under trash under trash is under ten grand, okay? okay. So it's not oh really trash, but God. anything above ten grand is treasure. Okay. Anything under ten grand is trash. Yeah. Okay. Right. Just a half baked game. It's all good. <laughs> all right. All right, the first one, Britney Spears used pregnancy test. The casino, the same casino bought the test and it was found at the rubbish bin at a hotel. You're joking. Trash or treasure? That's huge. George. I'm I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying a casino bought it. I'm going to say 20 grand. I'm going to say trash. Okay. But I don't know. Under 10 grand. Okay. Um, I'm gonna guess thirty-five, thirty-five thousand. Jess. Um, yeah, treasure. I don't know. Yeah, it's trash. Five thousand one hundred dollars for a used pregnancy test. Oh my god. That is also just a massive invasion of privacy. Oh, it's disgusting. It is disgusting. Yuck! It's Mm. so yuck. Number two, Niall Horans. Is that how you say his last name? Half-eaten toast. Trash or treasure? Apparently, he did not finish his Vegemite toast after appearing on Sunrise. What do we reckon? After appearing on Sun... Yeah, that's where he'd get the Vegemite, I guess. Mm. Treasure, surely. I feel like One Direction fans would pay a lot of money for Nahorin stuff. Over you're over 10 grand for a I reckon over... Probably Vegemite. like 50 grand. Oh, my God. I reckon, I reckon they would. 280 bucks. <laughs> 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 What do you reckon, Jess? I'm going to say trash. Okay, and Dill? I'm going to say trash. <laughs> you have all, except for Grace, cooked it. $137,268. No. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't. This is what we're learning from this what? game. Absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. All right. The last one, which is currently for sale, if you want to put a bit in, trash mm. or treasure. Mahatma Gandhi's personal food bowl, fork, and spoon. Oh. Trash. No. Treasure. <laughs> treasure, treasure for sure. Mm, treasure. What do we reckon, mm. Dill? I'm going to say treasure. Mm, that shit George, is like spiritual. Ni- 90 grand. George, you've cooked it. It's $123,000. Oh, really? <laughs> Far out. <laughs> so if That's you want to put insane. it in, if you've got a bit of cash, cash? lying around... <laughs> There you go. Where, you, where oh is it on God. eBay? I don't know. Where is it, Grace? <laughs> <laughs> um, I can send you the website if you want. 
Okay. Well, so, I mean, a, f- a few of the other ones. This, this is just outrageous. But Justin Bieber's, a lock of Justin Bieber's hair, 40 grand. William Shatner's kidney stone, 25 grand. Kidney oh stone? God. Kidney no, stone. That's been through him. Shit? Yeah. You like William Shatner, don't you, Jess? Dude, I don't even know who it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he, apparently, he passed it on a uh, Boston Legal, on the set of Boston Legal. There you go. John Lennon's what? tooth, 44 grand. What? And no. a used tissue um, from Scarlett Johansson <laughs> after she was on the, on Jay Leno's show was $5,300. That is disgusting. No, I'd, 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 I'd pay that for Scarlett Johansson's, <laughs> for her used tissue. Absolutely. Oh, would you? No, I wouldn't. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Good. All right. Well, that was... Memorabilia. What does it mean? Memorable Lyria. Memorable. To be memorable. They were memorable Lyrias. Can, can I just say, sorry, yep. just saying memorable Lyria is almost similar to um, the Jandals, the Andals. <laughs> Jandals. Andals Ma- the Mason's yeah. saying Andals. Yeah. Memorable Lyria could be another one of Josh's sayings, but something that he says uh, all the time, which he hasn't actually said for a while, is put it in the calendar. And this week, he uh, he sort of brought it back because he wanted everyone to have something to look forward to and he had a bit of an idea for what we could do. We live stream a lot of the shows and we play this song. Yeah, it's become a bit of a theme song for us. Luke Melville, I think, that's that's the artist. It'd be yeah. great to get Luke on. Wouldn't it be great? How about this? <laughs> yes. Episode, no, this is what we're fucking doing. I've just come up with it. So we've got Ryan Shelton on for episode 1000 of the Daily Talk Show. Yeah. Let's get a live performance of El Monte. And so Luke could be set up at his home and we could stream like a DJ style and he could be doing that would it. Be great. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> that would be That'd great. Be sick. Just yes. something for everyone to look forward to. So ep 1000, we talked about a little bit with Leon Shergren when he was on. That's February 9. So we've mm. got Leon Shergren's rooftop. That's locked in. Uh, Ryan Shelton's locked in and if we could get Luke to DJ you know we support young creatives here at the Daily Talk Show that'd be amazing well I mean I I did reach out to him his personal Facebook um, and sent him a message no confirmation yet oh, no. <laughs> so so Dil what do you reckon we could do what about we take the show to Canada yeah we no do it show to Canada that would show fun. you guys Canada 2023 yeah, when, when travel when opens open. back up, for sure. <laughs> you have to go all the. You have to do an entire Canadian tour. You start off in British Columbia, west coast, and you go all the way to the east. I mean, one one thing that I guess everyone's going to look forward to is an announcement that was made on the show last week, and um, oh yeah, we thought we'd better mention it here. Mm-hmm. The thing that we can promise you is required to have a successful podcast is show up on day one and release a podcast. It's re, re-looking at the launch, like how to do the perfect launch. It's got to be at this certain time and three weeks before mm. you need to do this and then you need to fucking do And it's all made up. <laughs> guys, guys, I'm not actually fucking joking. On the 20th, George and I will be starting a new podcast, <laughs> Screenplay Sundays, uh, the first week. We are joined by uh, Matt Diavella and 
Jesus. Just keep it to one person. <laughs> and Seth Ryan Shelton. <laughs> Matt Duvella and Ryan Shelton. <laughs> oh, God. Mate, we love we a launch. <laughs> and we love we a promise. <laughs> love a launch, love a promise. So that's huge. That is... Oh, yeah. I was, I was dying of laughter listening to that. <laughs> so that's happening this Sunday, which is exciting. New podcast on the Big Media Company Network, Screenplay Sunday. Yeah. Uh, everyone, go and subscribe to that. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I mean, a lot, a lot of promises were made, um, and a lot of them are pending availability. So, <laughs> uh, don't expect those promises made, you know, yeah, to to be fulfilled. But but Dill, we we were talking to you the other day, and you you mentioned that you might be starting your own your own podcast. I ha- I have technically. Technically, yes, I have. I said that I might have been just to thank you. Oh, there we go. <laughs> get the applause and everything. Well, that feels That's good. That's huge. I mean, you are the announcement king. You famously announced that you had written an entire book uh, when Josh yeah. was trying to rewrite jo- the Seth Godin book. So, And there was about a 30-day lead up. For yeah. That <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Dill, being completely honest. Yeah. If it's a very personal announcement that's exciting for you and not for 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 us, I'm going to find it hard. <laughs> what is your announcement? So I took my idea to do a short form process video of how it came from being this college student living in a basement to living in Australia and actually wrote a book about it. And <laughs> near, near the end of August... What's the, the book uh, called? It's called, it's called I'm Still Figuring It Out by that's, Dylan Torville. That's the name of it? That's that's the name of it. <laughs> this is outrageous. This is the, Josh. the binding is phenomenal. <laughs> this is everything you could have done. This could be, he's stolen your announcement. I put Josh in the ground on that one. Yeah, that, was, that was great. And and I did it with one messed up thumb too. He had both, working. He had both working hands. No excuses. So that was a big announcement. So yeah, so tell us about the podcast. What's the go? Um, so the, the podcast is called the process and it's done with myself and, um, my roommate from school, Zach, that I lived with for the last two years, we're in the same, uh, school program. So we graduated, we graduated school together and it's, uh, basically us kind of sitting down and talking through our experiences with, uh, design school, personal projects as freelance industrial designers and kind of navigating the trials and tribulations of the creative process and like how you go from the beginning of an idea to the final execution. And mm-hmm. it was it was something that we wanted to have when we started design school because it was this huge, intimidating, um, like really pretentious thing of starting design school. And then we got there and we realized it was totally different than any preconceived notion that we had before. Um, so it's, it's basically us just like shooting the breeze and, and going, going through that, uh, kind of like reminiscing our experiences, but also talking about the current experiences for the current personal projects that we're going on. Uh, the work that I'm doing, he works at a hot rod shop. So a whole bunch of stuff. That's great. That's so awesome. And so what, how many, how many, um, eps have you recorded so far? Uh, we released episode four today. Oh, so, great. Oh, awesome. so that's four. That's awesome. <laughs> four, four, four of hopefully, hopefully many. 
Oh, great. And so what, yeah. what's been the hardest thing for it so far? Honestly, the hardest thing was understanding the Adobe Audition interface, to be quite <laughs> honest. That was the most tricky part because it I know, is, I know yeah. Illustrator and Photoshop like the back of my hand. And then yeah. going to this one was just a bit more different. And then still like understanding the whole, like the whole RSS feed and everything. Cause I'm not, I'm not a huge tech person. Mm. I like, I like my laptop and I like my iPad and all that, but I'm not a, I'm not a hardcore like link to this and all that stuff like Mason is. But uh, <laughs> the, the RSS stuff has been tricky. Understanding the Adobe audition stuff has been a bit tricky. Um, other than that though, like most of it is, I'm taking a lot of the experiences that I had sitting next to Mason, like as he's like typing out show notes and stuff. And th even the way that you were thinking, Mason, I'm like, okay, that, that this is what Mason would do. So I'm, I'm channeling, <laughs> I'm channeling, I'm channeling you in, 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 in my brain. Yeah. That's generally the filter for, for everything uh, at BMC. What would Mason do? <laughs> <laughs> good, good, safe filter to have, I think. No, that's awesome. I mean, that's the whole thing that the yeah. boys talked about it on the show on Thursday about like the biggest challenges starting a podcast and continuing the podcast is or yet the only yeah. way you can do it is just show up, do an episode, do it again, do it again. Yeah, exactly. And eventually something will stick. Like we, uh, we did our first episode last Wednesday and then I listened to the, the daily talk show the next day driving to work. Mm -hmm. And it was the episode talking about how they started the, the podcast. I was like, man, that, that came at literally the perfect time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was, it, it was great. Oh, and if, I feel like, like I had to, I feel like I had to, especially after doing the internship there for four months. And I remember I was at a, I was at a bar with Scooter Derek for a bit and he was talking about like, so this is what you should do if you're going to start a podcast, like frame it this way, distribute it this way, all this, that, and the other. And he was a couple beers deep and I was a couple beers deep at that point too. But <laughs> yeah. still it was like that, that conversation stuck with me and I can't escape it now. It's, it's, it's a part of my life. Like the whole podcasting thing. So mm. oh, that's awesome. what are you most excited for with it? Uh, I'm just excited to see where it goes. Like see who, who we can talk to because now that we've graduated and now that we're, we're in a different circle of people in the industrial design industry in Canada, we've got even myself, I've got personal contacts that I didn't have last year at this time. Um, so excited to get to talk to other people, but also get like some of my friends on who are out and who are working and just to like catch up with them, but also get their take on it. However, many months after, after graduation, excited to see where it goes, see who we can talk to and, um, just the, like the learning process of the whole thing, like publishing it, distributing it doing the artwork for it. I don't do the artwork for it. That's, um, my roommate Zach does it, but, uh, mm -hmm. we're just trying, trying to make it cool and make it our own. So, yeah. Awesome. That's great. Thank you. Well, I mean, so exciting. to finish up, uh, this week, it was Josh's birthday. We should, it is, we should be yeah. acknowledging that it was his 30th birthday. <laughs> huge. Big 30th, big 30th. Big 30th. Yeah. Um, and you had mentioned Scooter Derek just before. Good friend of the show. Yeah great friend of Josh's in the daily talk show. He surprised Josh with something pretty, pretty cool. Uh, the other day. <laughs> oh man, it was so good. I can hear a I can hear some sirens. Can you? 
There may be something. something. Is, is, is there something? Hang on. I don't know. He's going to check out the side of his house. He lives four stories up, and he's he's hearing some kind of sirens. You shouldn't be doing the sirens. Stop the sirens. Whoever's doing the sirens, stop it. I can hear you. I'll come down, but I just don't want any police or anything to arrive. And so, no, no, no. Oh, You're going to get on. a phone call. <laughs> Hang on, I'm just going outside, hang on So Josh is going to experience um, Scooter Derek in Collingwood Bellowing out happy birthday through the the megaphone Cute little giggle, man. So uh, cute. so adorable. I think it, <laughs> you don't have crying or crying or laughing. <laughs> a bit of a. It's also just acknowledge. Scooter yeah, Derek on. has a good singing voice through a megaphone. He oh, sounds yeah. pretty yeah, good. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah. Hard I mean, if you want to, oh yeah. <laughs> if you want to watch the video, it's up on the Daily Talk Show's Instagram. Yeah. But a bit of uh, a bit of Josh appreciate appreciation. I mean, Dill, I'm sure he taught you a lot while, oh, yeah. while you were over here. I've He's learned, definitely taught me a lot. Oh, man. Like, the person and the designer and, like, the creative that I am today would be so much less if I hadn't met Josh. And that's, mm-hmm. like, that's not even trying to toot his horn, his horn, but, like, the way that he thinks, just how methodical he is, how generous he is, like with his time, this guy invited a complete stranger from the other side of the world to stay in his apartment for yeah. like a week and like barely asked any questions along the way. And for that, I am eternally grateful for one thing though, other than the <laughs> fact that I, that I love, that I love Josh with all my heart. Um, and he's, he's taught me literally so much. Like the only reason that I know premier pro today is because of him ultimately um but one thing about josh is he likes to say (laughs) he likes to say that he's the great ocean road guy right (laughs) this 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 was this this was brought up a couple couple weeks ago or something it was and and i remember in my last two weeks there josh was like yeah no we'll we'll go to the great ocean road we'll go see the 12 apostles and everything because i was leaving in two weeks and god knows i wasn't going to be back for a while and basically I left Australia without doing the great ocean road and seeing the mm-hmm. 12 apostles. I went, I went down great ocean oh, road no. cause I took the, I took the bus out to the, to the Otways and whatnot got lost. And, <laughs> and got lost, but, um, never, never made it as far as the 12 apostles. So mm. I'm going to, I'm going to hold Josh to that when I come back that, um, that we do a 12 apostles trip. I'm He's sure going to be so disappointed and disappointed in himself. <laughs> yeah, I, I know he is, but, but I, I don't, I don't blame him for it. It was, it was a busy last couple of weeks and he was, he was just real frazzled at that point in time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, but other than, other than that, like I hold Josh in the highest regard. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't say enough nice things about him. I probably can, but he's, <laughs> <laughs> like just the, like the, just the pure generosity of that guy and mm-hmm. just he's such a quirky guy. Yeah, so quirky. Mm. Each time you listen to hear him talk, you're like, 
you kind of want to slap him, but you you also want to hug him in the thing and just with certain <laughs> things that he says, he's like, we're we're, we're going to start a podcast, another one, another one, and it's going to start next week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> absolutely. It's like I want to slap you, but you're also but like that's that's just how creative and just how bizarre. But also like, you look at not going to compare him to Steve Jobs, but he's just that much more of a forward thinker. Yeah. And that's not to say that Tommy, Tommy isn't because Tommy's also absolutely incredible, but yeah, that's, that's my Josh rant. Josh is great. <laughs> Josh that was is great. so nice. It was. That was, that was very, so that's lovely. lovely. <laughs> but you summarized him well. Yeah. Yeah. I think he, Real quirky. Um, definitely the way that Josh, like, I mean, I, I sort of mentioned it this week to him. He, um, he turned a really challenging year for the business into one that is making all the staff around him thrive. And that's yeah. like, that's crazy. That's super incredible. So that's, that's the thing. Like he's, he's great at identifying people's strengths mm. and then delegating in a way that it pushes them to be more and more creative and more and more dominant in that aspect of Definitely. their strength. Yeah. That's so true. Like, you know, mm. I remember the first time I ever worked with him, he, he asked me a question. Like he like asked me what we should do for something, for some video. And even that blew yeah. my mind because I'd never been like from from someone that you look up to or just someone that you've just yeah. met to put the trust in this kid or whatever. Yeah, yeah. responsibility you know. stuff. Yeah, mm. and he yeah. he's yeah he wants to put that responsibility on you and make you develop. Mm-hmm. He cares so much about the team and the development of everyone around him. He he really does. And that was the, even even when I was in Australia, like maybe the third week of May last year, right before we got the sign put together, Mace. I remember mm. Josh, Josh came up and he was like, so do you think you can, uh, get a, get a sign made for the, uh, for the podcast thing? Yeah. Like if you think you can sort that out, I'm like, I know five people in this country, <laughs> but I'll do my best. And lo and behold, like we, I figured it out and, but it like, it freaked me out right away. I'm like, there's, yeah. this guy's putting so much trust in me for yeah, something that mean, that means so much to them. Mm right exactly. like the, the show means so much to them and then for this giant icon of a symbol for them to put on a wall and to even then just to invest that money into it i was like jesus like you're either an idiot or you trust me a lot <laughs> and and but it worked out because like he was like you you can do this and i know you can do this and even though i maybe wasn't aware of that at the time it still worked out yeah it it took josh saying do you think you can sort that out? And I'm not about to be the intern that says, no, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll find a way I'll make it work. And we made it work. Yeah. It's like so, any bit of self doubt you have somehow, he just convinces you to not have it. <laughs> yeah. But how does it feel like, now seeing, it. seeing the branding everywhere and on jumpers and on Matt Diavella's <sighs> chest and that sort of thing? Let me tell you, it is the strangest thing. Like to think that, there's people on the other side of the world at this very moment that are probably wearing something that like some little graphic vector that I made on a computer. Yeah. And then now people are wearing it. People have it on their laptops. The fact that it's the people have it on like on their, the, like the podcast artwork on the phone screen, the fact that it's, it's just gone everywhere is Mm. crazy. Like it, it still blows my mind. And even though like it, it 
becomes a prevalent thing in the design industry where your design gets made and then it gets distributed everywhere and hundreds of thousands of people buy it because it's some dinky little product or whatever. I still find that really interesting and just it's really gratifying because anyone anyone could have made the logo. Josh could have made the logo if he was so inclined and for for me to be able to have that and to be able to contribute that little piece to this giant amalgamation of stuff is really is really really cool. Mm. Well, I mean, you you did such an epic job in it, and um, thank you coming coming all the way from Canada to Melbourne to just yeah. hang out yeah. and and do your internship. For, yeah, <laughs> for that long is a is a pretty incredible thing. So I mean, thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah, you've done you've done some amazing stuff. So and if anyone thank you uh, so much. if there are any new listeners who have been listening in the last year or. Also, uh, should go back and listen from episode around about three forty, I think it was, to about four hundred thirty-five. Yeah. That was sort of the three D deal era. Really good stuff. Yeah. I think it's, uh, <laughs> it's there's so much great stuff that happens in there. And um, yeah, and yeah, you were you were a great element of the show. Thank you so and much. I mean, this is the first that. time we've actually properly met, and it feels like we know each other because I've yeah. you know, seen you and you've it seen does. me. So it's a bit weird. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like yeah. we should just go down to the to the pub and get a beer and just take the take the <laughs> afternoon off. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> tried, oh, I tried to do that with Mace. I bought Mace a beer once when we went out, and he was like, I bought yeah, him. No. I bought him a Corona too. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I you might, hates beer. Yeah, just yeah. A, just a gin guy, just a gin guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's respectable. I respect that. All right. Well, thanks so much for staying up late. Uh, and doing the podcast oh, with us, Dill. And hopefully we can do it again sometime soon. Absolutely. Anytime. Uh, listen out for The Process. Go and subscribe to The Process on Apple Podcasts. Greatly appreciated. And you can follow yeah. Hump Day Replay on Instagram. And if you enjoyed the show, maybe leave us a review too. That'd be nice. But, uh, be nice. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. See ya. Bye.